This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From former A's outfielder. Here comes Katze. Here comes the relay. The slide. He's in there. Inside the park. Home run. To A's manager, it's time for the manager show with Mark Kotze, presented by Nest Betting. The A's skipper sits down with Chris Townsend exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbetting.com today. Here's Chris Townsend. Time now for the Mark Kotze show, brought to you by Nest Betting. Check out their locations in the Bay Area, or you go online nestbetting.com. Love where you sleep. Use the code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order, your bed, your sheets, pillows, all that great stuff. Go to nestbedding.com. Use the coupon code Oakland. You're in Baltimore. How are you? I'm doing all right. Yeah, we're in Baltimore. I'm in the uh, in the office uh, getting ready to start the day. You know, when I think about getting back to Baltimore, you know, for so many years it's been so sleepy and the fans haven't been fired up. Just, it's going to be a whole different atmosphere. It's a great baseball city. Uh, what do you think it's going to be like the next three days? No, I think the energy will be great. Like you said, uh, this team's, uh, you know, in a wild card race. They're playing really good baseball. And uh, the city is behind them. And the crowd should be really electric for the next three games, uh, which is exciting for us, exciting for our, our ball club as well. Yeah, and I think from from the standpoint of your club, and maybe you can look back at your career when you were a young player and you got to go to an away stadium and there was that vibe and there was the playoff vibe and things were, you know, things were, as you said, electric. What is that like for these young guys and what can they learn? Well, you know, we had that crowd. We had that energy uh, Saturday, Sunday at home with that Yankee series. It was great. Um, so we've been in the environment, but as you said, you know, it's different on the road. Um, but at the same time, uh, I think our guys will feed off it and, uh, and use that energy. Um, you know, it, it's always great to, to be in a situation where you uh, are playing good baseball against good teams and getting a, getting a handful of experiences that will only help you mature and, and, uh, and you'll benefit from, you know, going forward. You know, you just can't always look at a box score and say, oh, that's how somebody did. I think Ken Waldachuk yesterday, the fact that he gave up the five hits, walked four, only gave up one, struck out six, tells you what kind of stuff this kid has. He was very impressive. You know, now that you've gotten to see him his first time out there, what's your first impression? Yeah, you know, big-bodied lefty, uh, a competitor. He uh, got himself in trouble uh, right away and pitched out of it. Um, you know, he gave up some hits in the first, kept his composure, kept throwing strikes. Um, you know, he started using his changeup later in the game. So I think we, we definitely have something to work with here. Um, you know, it's it's going to be a, a learning curve. 
uh, as it is for all of our young guys, um, you know, and recognizing their strengths and their weaknesses at this level. They're going to be different than, than what they were in AAA. And, uh, you know, it's our turn to, to kind of help him grow, uh, help him get better, build off this last start. And as you said, you know, the box score, um, you know, may not have, have represented just the true, uh, you know, performance, um, you know, and, and that's a good thing. It means we, can, we only got somewhere to go from there. He really hides the baseball well. As a left-handed hitter, how tough is it to see a left-handed pitcher when he's hiding that ball behind him for so long? Yeah, you know, there's some deception to it, like you're talking about. And, uh, you know, there was uh, only one lefty in the lineup yesterday for him. He did a really nice job against him, um, you know, the Garcia kid. So, uh, as you talk about, we'll, we'll continue to kind of, you know, evaluate him, understand what he does well, um, what we need to work on. And uh, and as you talk about, you know, the deception to the breaking ball left on left, uh, the change up, as I as I mentioned earlier, uh, looks like a plus pitch. So uh, he's got the arsenal. And uh, and as you talk about as well, he struck out six uh, in five innings, which is which is nice. Yeah, I mean, I I know you're living moment to moment, day by day. But for A's fans, you start looking at, wow. Ken Waldachuk, you got Sears going tonight. I mean, you got some guys that you look into the future. It's it's hard not to be excited about some of these young players. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you at all. And uh, you know, exciting to get a look at these young players uh, for the next 30, 30 plus games. Uh, as you talked about Waldachuk, uh, you talked about Sears, uh, Martinez, who's in the rotation now. Um, you know, Langliers has been here, um, but also uh, you know, I think we've, I'm not sure what the record is, but in terms of having 17 rookies make their debuts, uh, I'm assuming we're approaching some type of record or have gone you through it. That. You own it. <laughs> we're, uh, we're definitely giving guys opportunities. You know, we're getting looks at just about everyone. Um, and you know, again, we're still here to win baseball games. Dermis Garcia. Like I watch him and I say, I, I just, I want to see him play every day. This kid is big kid swings with bad intentions. Uh, he's hit in the past and he's still young at 24 years old. What's your scouting report on your first baseman? Yeah. Um, as you talk about, he's 24. He's grinded through, you know, six full seasons in the minor leagues with the Yankees. Um, you know, I think this was a great six year free agent pickup for us. Um, and we're, we're getting a good look at him right now. Uh, he's starting to, you know, play regularly and, uh, the, you know, the home run he hit in, uh, uh, oh, help me out here. Where were we yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the home run he hit There's there. only 31 left, Cotts. We only got to get through 31 more. <laughs> second longest homer in the, in the stadium. Uh, you know, so he's got the power. Uh, it's going to be whether or not, you know, he can reduce the strikeouts. And and that's something that we're going to have to evaluate and, and help with. Yeah, that seems to be something with so many of these young guys. It's so different from like your generation. I mean, it's even with Langoliers. Langoliers, uh, he's so exciting. He's dynamic. And I mean, my God, yesterday, home run, double. But yet there's still a lot of strikeouts. I mean, I it's 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 what do you guys do from a hitting standpoint to try and limit that? Because 
Isn't that also kind of a mindset? It can be a mindset. Uh, it can be, um, you know, a willingness to sacrifice something. If you're sacrificing maybe the pull side when you get two strikes deeper in the count, uh, you're sacrificing the fastball and trying to stay on the breaking ball. So um, there is there is a certain aspect to the mindset and, and the, uh, the mentality. Um, you know, for Shea, uh, he's getting pitched differently than maybe he was, you know, in his first 25 at-bats. The league makes adjustments pretty quickly. Same with Dermis. We saw a lot of spin yesterday uh, down below the zone. So it's, you know, it's his turn to make that adjustment. And, uh, you know, the other aspect of all of this is that strikeouts are viewed as okay now. Uh, you know, most guys have between a 22 to 30% strikeout rate that, that slug a little bit. And these two young players we're talking about slug. So they're, they're going to have their moments they go through. And uh, we have to just be patient with them and continue to, to, uh, to help them uh, grow in their mindset and then their approach. Just take us back because it wasn't that long ago. If Mark Kotze struck out three times in a game, how were you feeling? I snapped my bat, my helmet, probably broke something in the bat rack. Um, <laughs> there you go. You wanted that one, didn't you, Tony? You set it up. Yeah. Oh, I, Bip Roberts. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, think about that. When we were growing up, those Padre teams, when you got like Tony Gwynn, Roberto Alomar, Bip Roberts was like, if you struck out three times in a game, people are looking at you like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and that's where I say times have changed. Um, you know, an out is an out. That's how it's kind of viewed now. And if you've got power, you know, I think the, the give and take is, you know, do you want uh, a slow base runner at first base because he, you know, put a ball in play? Or do you want him to kind of continue with the mindset to drive the baseball out of the ballpark? So there's a balance to it for sure. And I think uh, that's where, you know, the good teams, if you're looking at the division uh, leaders and the Dodgers and Yankees and, um, you know, Cleveland's an exception. Cleveland doesn't slug a ton. Uh, they put the ball in play and they collect their hits. Jose Ramirez is the exception in that lineup, but he still doesn't. I, I don't think his strikeout rate's that high either. So uh, that's a team that, that utilizes putting the ball in play, and, and they're, uh, you know, ahead in their division. We got an interesting dance here in the final month because back in the day, you're able to call up a bazillion relievers, and then you're going to, you know, if, if your bullpen was a little taxed, it's okay. You got all these guys coming up from AAA. You don't have that anymore. Obviously, starters, relievers, are you going to try and maybe get a little more out of your starters to help these relievers out? I mean, how, how do you think this is going to work the last month? Because there's still, like I said, 31 games left, some tired guys, and you don't have a bazillion arms coming up from AAA. Yeah, I mean, we still can use, you know, um, the option for players that, that have options left. Um, I think that's why you have, uh, you know, the minor leagues continuing their season. AAA doesn't end until I think uh, September 18th in or around that date. And so that, that gives us, you know, an opportunity still to, if we need to swap somebody out, if we need to get a fresh arm, you know, we can do that. Whereas like you talked about in the past uh, with, with the 40 man call-ups being unlimited, you could stock the bullpen and not worry about, you know, wearing guys down, but um, we're trying to balance that. Uh, obviously we've got two, you know, of our relievers that were high leverage guys uh, on the IL 
Danny Jimenez and and uh, Zach Jackson. So, uh, you know, we're we're evaluating guys that have, have thrown a bit. Uh, you know, yesterday was a game where uh, Domingo Acevedo needed needed some time off, and then uh, you know we couldn't use him in that role yesterday. Uh, but I think you know going forward, we also have to figure out whether these other younger guys can step in and pitch in those leverage situations. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because, you know, you look at a full season for A.J. Puck. It's been one of the good stories I've been saying on the postgame show a ton. I, I, I got to not even look at the numbers. The fact that he stayed healthy the entire season has been the success story. Uh, when you look at your big left-hander, how do you, how do you evaluate his year? Uh, I think it's been great. Um, we brought him along like you talked about. We've built his confidence up. He's in the back end of the bullpen now where if you ask that question in spring training, where would you see A.J. Puck? Um, you know, I don't think anyone in this organization believed that he could be closing games by the end of the, end of the season. And, uh, and he's shown that he can do that, um, you know, and, and, and have success with it. So uh, not only has he been healthy, like you talked about, um, we found, I think, some, um, an area where A.J. can have success and, and success hopefully for long term. Let's end on this. It, it, it's, it's really starting to become a special ride for Stephen Vogt here. As we think, we think we don't know that maybe this might be it for his career. Um, it's been a fantastic career. I mean, no one would have thought when Billy Bean basically bought him from Tampa that he'd be a two-time All-Star, that he'd be a World Series champion. And there's definitely this view that he could be a manager someday what 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 has this ride been like for you because i know you care so much about him what's it been like it's been amazing uh truly blessed to have him in this locker room amongst this group um also you know just thrilled to be able to give him some opportunity uh in this last month to, to get on the field to take these at bats and you know that home run he hit saturday against the yankees to tie the game um, you know, that, that'll stick in my mind for the rest of my managerial career. It's a special moment. Hopefully we get him another opportunity to do the same before the end of the season. And as you said, uh, he hasn't walked in this office and told me that he's taken off the jersey. But um, if this year is his last and he makes that decision before the end of the season, uh, it'd be a special day, uh, that last day of the season to put him behind a plate and uh and give him his farewell for sure would you be shocked if he's on your staff one day not at all not at all i don't know what direction he wants to go i do know he wants to coach but i don't know how quickly he wants to get into it um you know i know personally myself i jumped right in and uh have enjoyed the ride uh, but uh you know steven's got three young children uh beautiful family there may be opportunity for him to to make impact or, or be there with them but you know, he's a baseball guy, so this is what he knows and this is what he loves. And I don't expect him to uh, to be away from the game for, for very long. I'm betting on media. Watch. He's going to end up in TV. I think you're right. I think that, I think he'll do some form of an ambassador role and, and, and jump in on the media side. I agree. Did you ever think about that? I don't look as good as you, so I don't think media really looks good. <laughs> we talking about you could have that Golden Spikes Award behind you. I mean, you could be looking good on TV. I appreciate it, brother. All right. Take Thanks care. You.
I'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. That's the Mark Katze Show brought to you by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. They got their big sale going on right now. Check them out, nestbedding.com. For all your bedding needs, your mattress, your pillows, your sheets, you name it, go to nestbedding.com. Big sale plus use the coupon code Oakland. That's the Mark Katze Show brought to you by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Now back to A's cast powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.